0: This is the Two Guys Being Dudes Podcast, with your hosts, Jared
1: Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you've marked your calendars. You've told all your grandparents. Everybody wanted it to happen. We're finally here. Episode ten. Two guys being dudes. The dip can is in the room. The dip is about ready to go in. I see Jason's drinking a Corona Light right now. I think it's. Uh, I think it's time to do this, Jason.
2: <clears throat> well, uh, I do too. I'd like to welcome everybody to Vegas, but here's the issue. Um, I had a specific warning from a dear loved one of mine this morning that said, I really shouldn't dip because it's really, really bad for me. <laughs> so, I am not dipping. <laughs> Get out of this contest. You're not really no, out of this one. No, not getting out of it. So, here we are. I've got the can. It's a can of Kodiak. Yeah, what,
0: what did we go with? What it, kind? Was,
2: it was Kodiak. I tried to find, what was it, Copenhagen Long Cut? Yeah. Couldn't find it in Chicago. Couple things. One, the can's brand new. i never... It's been 20 years since I've had a dip, and this can's completely new. It's not the normal, like, plastic thing that I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And secondly, uh, chewing tobacco has gone up considerably. I don't know if it's just in Chicago or where it is, but this was $7. $7. Dollars? $7. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I used to get logs for $20. And by
0: the sorry. way, just to let everybody know we also have uh, Dr. Mike Mim and Kyle um, here with us as well. So you'll hear them uh, chiming in every once in a while, too, about the trip. So, so it's kind of
2: four guys being dudes, but. But I don't think they actually qualify as guys, Jared, because they both have sworn that they're not going to dip. That's so fine. it's really like two and a half guys <laughs> yeah. being dudes in Vegas.
1: Pussies,
2: <laughs> Four guys being dudes. All right, two dudes. Jared. So I'm going to start this. All right. Yeah. So you can go ahead. And...
0: So uh, we're recovering today. Uh, as of right now, it is almost 11 a.m. on Sunday. Um, an amazing night last night. We're going to get into it. The Connor fight. I mean, n- nothing ever lives up. That lived up last night, and I, I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, it actually lived up to all the hype. Um, Vegas was electric. One of the funnest nights, I think, ever in Vegas, just for the hype. And like, even when Connor was coming to the ring, we still were saying to each other, we can't believe this is about ready to happen.
2: I think I saw a bunch of like interviews afterwards, and that was the general consensus. Oh, my God. I give you the play-by-play. Jared... You might want to pinch out a little tighter. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, that's going to flood your entire mouth. Yeah,
1: and just put it in. Not in yeah. a good way. Yeah. Push it down
2: that's done. good. Then push it deep in that lip. Oh, look at that. He pulls that lip out look like a, a true stamp, guy. Man. Oh, he packs it in tight. <laughs> yes. I'm starting to get the first bit of this. Okay,
0: I, I already called some. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I got go
2: to go to the dentist concert. next week, too, man. Gonna be like, what happened? She's like, have you started dipping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This hey, f-
0: first, first, I like this, man. Yeah? Man, I, I like the start here. It's not too bad.
2: No, I, I'm i glad I quit. There's really nothing, because I can just now start to feel the nicotine rush, which has been a while. And, uh, and the uh, left part of my lip is starting to get a little numb, which is... Uh, Interesting feeling? Um, man. Jared, I I'm, I'm, I'm impressed you're taking it well right now.
1: Taking it like a man. He's not even crying yet.
0: I mean, nothing, I'm I'm completely fine. Nothing, well, be. then again, I'm I'm less than a minute in. So, I mean, that's, I've, that's, that's right there. one hurdle has been taken over.
2: Porn and bread. I'm
0: afraid to drink while I'm doing this though. It'll it's a skill you got to
2: develop. Right? It took me a little while to do that because if not, Come you in the right if side. you don't keep your lip tight, but, you know, that's fine. That wasn't part of the prerequisite. Now, here the deal was. It's whoever lasts the longest, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so. There's, and we didn't bet anything. Mm-mm. Morons. Pride. It's too late to do a $2 haul There, the, the amount of $2 bills that are in my possession right now is at an all-time high. So I don't know how that's happened.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened to me on, on that. I think you and I were the big winners on the fights. So that's probably why. Yeah. All the prelims were $2 bets.
2: They were all $2 bets and then...
1: How do I have one $2 bill? (laughs) I I
0: kind of just forgot we're doing a podcast. That's all right. (laughs) I just like came back to it.
2: So here we sit. So let's go back to Connor. So the deal with Connor, I saw like a bunch of interviews you were talking about this. I think the coolest thing that I saw was even no matter how famous the person was, they were all like, I just can't believe it happened, you know? And I think that, that that's what was really cool. I saw Jamie Foxx and he was talking about, it. it's like just when they both stood in the ring the first time and looked at each other, he goes, this is really happening. I thought that was pretty cool. Cause that, that's the same feeling I had. I was just like, Oh my God, this is going to be awesome. And, and I just have to admit betting on stuff makes it better. Oh
0: God. Just, I bet on. That's why I bet on everything.
2: Mm. Except for this stupid contest that we're about trying to kill ourselves <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> So the highlight of my night was the last minute of round nine. Indeed, Because I, I had the bet. I took the over. Uh, it was going to be the, at that point, I felt it was going to be the only bet that was going to pay for me on the fight. So that holding on for the last minute was super intense. Because I think it even got down because at 10 seconds, I, I started to think mentally in my head when they showed the rules at the beginning, did they say you could be saved by the bell? And I was no, like, I you, think it you could, you could yeah.
0: not be saved by the bell. So that, that bell... I know, because I opened my rest. mouth,
2: and I was like, 10 seconds, he made it! And right. then it hit me. Because <laughs> 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 Connor was wobbling at that point. Oh, he could have stepped in on it. So...
1: Yeah, well, it was 50-50. He was going to get out of that round. For yeah,
2: sure. There was... I would have put $100,000 that he was going to get knocked out in the next round. Oh, yeah. Just for for the sure. way he was coming out. Because yeah. Floyd, when he went back to his corner... He had that little swagger to oh, him. Oh, and he was giggling. Yeah, in yeah. the bar we were we in, we saw
0: him winking. We saw him winking to the front row. Yeah. I mean, yeah. during a fight that level, he's winking. Like I, I can't. I only what it made me think of is when, um, the Super Bowl where Joe Montana was like, "Hey guys, that's John Candy in the crowd," and yeah, like yeah. they're going down the field against the Bengals. Like that's just that's what I was thinking. It's like Floyd is paying attention to who's in the ring or who's like there. That's crazy.
2: Or Michael Jordan closing his eyes shooting free throws in a playoff game. Yep, that's. Just, just, you go, all right. That, I mean, uh, hats off. I wanted Connor to win. I really did. Breaking news. I'm in another universe right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My fucking legs are numb. <laughs> yep. Oh,
2: you going to be all right? Yeah, I'm good, but man. I think, I think we might. I'm spacing
0: out a little bit here. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, it's, uh, <laughs> you can quit at any I'm time, not, Jerry. No,
0: no way. I'm in, but man, I've. Dude, I do not feel like myself right now. <laughs> I think we should also tell everybody, too, um, this quick side note. I did look into the eclipse, and it did mess my eye up. I, I, we got to get that one out in the pod before we go any further. Oh, I did that, too. Yeah, I stared at it, and then I was like, I, this is how stupid I am, how much research I did on the eclipse. I thought it was going to go dark. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, midnight dark. Like, that's how stupid I am. Well,
1: it depends on where you
0: are. So then I was like, hey, it's 2.30, and I just started looking at it. And I'm like, man, the sun is fucking bright. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but where's the moon? Like, I thought I would see the moon beforehand. and all, Like, it, I had a whole plan. And then I was going to bed that night, and I, every time I shut my eyes, I could see the crest of the sun in my eye. And when I close my eye now, I can still see it. Oh, that could be permanent, then. Yeah. I think I have the eclipse in my eye for the rest of my life. Nice. It's actually a pretty nice reminder, though. It was a fun day. Back to the fights.
2: Wow, I don't even know what to say. I, I was spending all my time using a phone, trying to stare at the phone, looking didn't at the clips. Well. But there were just clouds everywhere in Chicago. If you
1: had, well, we had the glasses. Mm-hmm. Our neighbor came across the street had the glasses, and you could see the the obstruction. Then it was really cool. Yeah, did it oh, live cool. up to the hype?
0: Oh yeah. You did could, you?
1: Did you? So you didn't see any of the clips? I saw the sun. I was trying to see the moon. I was no. looking at the sun. Like when you saw the clips of the places where it was like a total eclipse. So Nashville was one. Yeah. So it comes over, it goes dark. Everyone's out on the patios. All the lights on Broadway go up. It was bitching. Here's was my really question:
0: cool. Human beings, like five thousand years ago, when the eclipse happened, were they like, "Oh fuck, what the hell's going on?" Like it had like if a total. No, eclipse- I
2: think one of the most amazing things about the eclipse to me is the fact that ancient civilizations knew the eclipse, could yeah. map it out. That's no. to me that that goes on, and that's a How whole other podcast.
0: Do animals know play. there's like because animals yes. have like a sixth sense? Yeah, kind they of yeah. feel it coming.
2: They feel it they coming. Start yeah. Our dogs were freaking out. They were like in what? the house, like going nuts. Yeah. Like, my yeah. Friend,
1: my friend from Sudan, he said that they got school off for that day. That's enough, cop. <laughs> 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 they, they got, got wait, that's school up. off? No. no, that's no it. Finish yeah, it. yeah, like they took school off for they, that day. Like no, it's like he like the whole like his his people were like scared. Like he's like they don't know what's going on.
0: Nice. He was telling me about it. Yeah, I, I don't want to keep going on on this eclipse, but it is crazy that the sun is four hundred or four hundred times bigger than the moon, and then it's four hundred mi- or how is it like four hundred times further away, and that's oh, yeah. why like, why it fits perfect. Yeah, right. like that is completely. And then uh, another podcast we can talk about Earth uh, too, which Earth is the moon. Two? Yeah, that's. Uh, Coming up soon, guys. We'll talk about it. We'll go real I want to now.
2: talk ancient civilizations and their understanding of the eclipse and the complex math that is needed in order to figure it out and how we don't give them enough credit for that. And that is actually ancestors of ours that have traveled back in space and time to go back and set that up. That's where ancient civilizations got their learning. Ooh, I like that.
0: I can't feel my leg. I completely disagree with <laughs> it, I fucking like swear it. to God. Like, I cannot feel my leg. Like, they're like tingly as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, we got a block. Go, get out of the end zone. Sorry, we're get out of the end the zone. I'm, we're on betting I'm betting a game right now, guys. We're watching it in our Come hotel on, room. Um, all right, back to the fight. Let's just talk about this. Who was the big, did anybody lose? No. no this is, it was probably, as far as boxing goes, that is the greatest boxing event where nothing went wrong. The only thing that may have gone wrong, and we can argue this and anybody can tell us, is Connor's music may not have played.
2: Connor's music didn't play. Mm-hmm. I wasn't real thrilled ah, with ah. the ref.
0: I, I think it was. Oh, yeah, I think he did. That even, was ridiculous. Like, in the, the
2: instructions at the beginning yeah. just yeah. were yeah. fucking nuts. Yeah. I mean... Like I, you, and here's the thing that's stupid about that. Advised. Connor got...
0: And by the way, Connor did do some crazy stuff up there. But I think that, that ref goes into his like fight camp beforehand. And he's like, hey, don't do this. Gives do him music. all the He was making direct eye contact. with. He pretty much turned his body to look at Connor. No, he
1: was grandstanding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely grandstanding. Mm-hmm. I would say, though, potentially the one loser... In the whole uh, event, was the judge that had that fight scored sixty eight, sixty one? Yeah, when who it was had, stopped. Yeah, that I was agree. Yeah, that absurd. was to what? have
2: because he, Mayweather threw six punches in the first two rounds, right? And so Connor had to get the first two rounds. Yeah, they had to give him the first two. That's just See, this is why I don't like beyond it. reproach.
0: And this is what I would say about that judge that judge has already got the thought in his mind or her mind that. Floyd's messing with Connor. Right. Right. I mean we all felt that like hey, Con- like Floyd's just not going yet. He right. he wants Connor to get wore out and he wants to knock him out. But I I think that judge was already jumping to a conclusion and I hate that about judging.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got to judge it in the moment for what's happening in those 3 minutes. But I will what?
2: give the ref some props though cuz Connor was fighting Dirty boxing at times. Oh. There were a lot of these overhands that were hitting near the back of the head. He was using the cuff on the back of the head. That, that's which, the
0: most punches directly to the top of somebody's head I've ever I, seen in my life. In a ever. boxing
2: match, yeah. absolutely. I,
0: I'll tell you this much, though. And we all agree this is going to make Connor better for the UFC. The footwork from Connor When he was throwing Amazing. punches and switching styles. Yeah. I mean... I mean, when he was
2: switching left hand, right hand on a punch that was being thrown, even the announcers were like, that's impressive. Yep. I mean, that was cool. Yep. Yeah. And the respect
0: factor afterwards was awesome. I just don't, like, once again, I mean, there are really good boxers out there right now. I think this might be the apex of boxing for the next 20 years. I really don't see what could come along next where it's like, I mean, this would be like Ken Griffey Jr. being like, I want to play basketball against Michael Jordan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
0: it was just such a weird thing. I don't, Floyd's done. I mean, there's triple G. I mean, there's really nobody else. Out there. and
2: triple G's next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see the pay per view numbers oh, to yeah, see sure. if people that were caught up and enjoyed this because I mean, the the major decline of boxing occurred the last Mayweather fight when it was Mayweather and Pacquiao. Yeah, that was such a crock. Everybody, it was just a horrible fight to watch. There was nothing entertaining in that fucking thing.
0: And, and here's the other point too: is we once the again we, we'll talk about where we watched the it and work. everything like that here in a second, but. Um, the the home like people getting at home, it must have been such a good time, because you, you you get a boxing fight, you get UFC, you're like, hey, I'm gonna see some good stuff here. I know that, but it, like that's a Super Bowl occasion, and it lived up. So all the house parties must have been a blast because everybody's rooting for Conor. They want to see
1: the impossible. The hundred
2: bucks was well worth the entertainment cost at a pay per view at home. Oh, for sure. You just add
1: well the, the first fight was a great, was mm-hmm. big guys going the distance. The second one you had like the the overwhelming favorite, right. knocking the other guy out. Yeah. And then the Cookie Monster fight. Who can remember the Cookie Monster fight? I still don't know what happened with the Cookie Monster fight. <laughs>
0: I, 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 I think like, that, <laughs> honestly, it was like that dude just put dip in, and his legs <laughs> like, <laughs> like... I really don't... I, I pulled asked. his mouthpiece out. And I back swear to God. <laughs> like, it was such a confusing. I don't, I don't think the I've the ever six. seen crazy. a boxing match in-row. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck just happened.
2: Yeah, and then, of course, Jim Gray comes out there and does his oh my assault God. on the guy. So when you illegally punched him in the back of the head, what were you thinking right. then?
0: When an athlete dies, I think Jim Gray would be like, I'm going to go interview that guy. <laughs> Even though he's dead. Just to like rub something else in. Jim Gray, I mean, well, the two-sided thing with Jim Gray. He's willing to ask the tough questions, which I really enjoy about someone. The only problem is he asks them in a really dumbass way, where it seems like he acts like he's... It's like Alex Trebek acting like he knows the fucking answers. Hey, Alex Trebek, you're <laughs> reading off a fucking card, dude. Don't act like you know all the answers in Jeopardy. Like, if you knew all the answers, then you would go on Jeopardy and you'd wreck, wreck shop. Like, yeah, that's the only thing that really bothered me about that. But
2: so, my most surprising thing in the fight, and Mike and I talked about this during the fight. I think we all kind of talked about it was the lack of power shots thrown by Connor. Right. No,
0: you're wrong. It was the amount of boobs at the place we were at. The
1: waitresses. There's just boobs everywhere. I'm, I'm calling it. Boobs are back. Boobs may be back. I was not surprised that every one of those waitresses had two boobs, though. So the amount, not surprising. Not, not, there could have been an upset. If you're in Vegas, you could see a third boob.
0: I could see somebody having a third boob. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, I tell you, that, that place we went to was awesome. Mm. Like, had never been in the, the still of, at uh, the Mirage. Yep. Great sports setting great great i mean i loved it i mean they
0: were just so professional like everything was just done well Great. great we got to explain this only mgm could show the fight in vegas it was like very very Mm. like to get in you couldn't just walk into this place we had to like reserve our seating they actually blocked off the entire bar so no one just sitting out in the casino could actually see what's going on in there so once we were all in there it was closed you felt like you were at a house party in a way yeah and let's talk about the quesadillas can we (laughs) oh my god barbecue what barbecue chicken or no was, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's chicken, the chicken. Yeah. yeah oh my god man was nice just amazing yeah and it was it was been nice
2: been... i had bottle service to do that it was cool but yeah
0: shots out to kyle coleman we had gray goose don't yeah. fire me rndc but i drank gray goose and uh we did a bunch of shots too i did way more shots than you guys though oh yeah, yeah.
2: way more
1: you were... i did one fourth of one shot
2: <laughs> <laughs> well the shots, shots that they poured were not shots they were no. like six finger shots. Yeah, that when they th-
0: By the way, really nice shot glasses too. I mm-hmm. like those shot glasses. Yeah, but they, they, it, was a, it was a mind fuck when you looked at them.
2: Yeah, it was it was a little bit overwhelming. When you looked at our table at one point, there <sighs> were like a pile of tacos. There had to be Do you think 30 we left, tacos. We left 13 to 15
0: tacos. What to,
2: it to, to all the uh, Irish guys that came in?
0: Yeah. Well, that, well, was, that, was, the, that
2: was the best part. Was when
0: the fight ended, this bar, like, hey, it's Vegas. They want to make money. The fight ended, they opened the doors, and people started rushing in, and they were hammered. Hammered. Remember that guy who was just, like, waving his buddies over, and he was just, like, staring at a wall? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no totally fucking there, dude. Like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know if we could have had a better surrounding for the fight. I mean, it was, because here's, just to give people a little bit of feedback, the night before, we're in the casino at the MGM, just hanging out, having playing some cards and all that we go sit down to play blackjack and there is one of our favorite podcasters right now big cat from barstool was there that was awesome amazing and then last time no
0: we need to tell that whole story how that table went okay let's get into that right now okay so big cat's playing by himself so there's five open seats right we sit down three Kyle's telling me how to play because I, I will completely admit this. I freak out. I know how to play blackjack. I freak out when other people are involved because I don't want to be the guy that everybody looks at. So I did complete. My butthole got really tight. I'm like, oh, my God. And I just want to talk to Big Cat. Kind of. So two other guys sit down. I had The guy sitting to my left, I thought he was the high roller. I'm like, this guy knows how to gamble. He made a run. How much did he win on that one hand? Four thousand. He won four thousand. I'm like, this guy knows how to live life. Well,
2: this is what happened though too. He had, he he had, had two threes. He had two threes, and, and the dealer was showing showing no. a two, a two. He yeah, showed is, a
1: lot of balls with uh, those two goes threes. Goes against everything doubled, I know because he doubled down on both of them immediately, right? And then he got another split, and he doubled down on both of those, right? And it was, and he was betting seven eight hundred, and he so and he had was, to go
2: behind. And get money from his buddy, right? To cover the last split. So I think he had at the table. Then he was he had twenty one hundred on the table, Because yep. he had three seven hundred dollar bets going, which was pretty balls out, especially at our table. Because I think the I think it was a fifty dollar table. Or I something was, like
1: that. Yeah, holding on for dear life on those fifty. But, but that guy, but that
0: that right there, <laughs> that moment, that's what makes Vegas. Yeah, like man. that wasn't our money. But I was rooting for that guy like he was a Buckeye. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, we are, we're matched together now. It's go time. He hits that. I'm like, this guy is a genius. I walk away from the table. You guys come back over like five minutes later, like, oh yeah, dude, he just kept betting it all and he lost it all. (laughs) And then Mike, you heard what? Like, what did you hear
2: him say after that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So to rewind the story, so he goes nuts. It's pandemonium at the table. He hits four grand. Yeah. He has
2: a stack. Of freaking hundreds, yeah, he's got a few thousands in front of him. The very next hand after he hit the four thousand, he played a thousand dollar chip, yeah, and the dealer showed twenty one, so that yeah. was gone. We all at this point, and the momentum was never in favor of the players. No, well, never. well, well, the momentum was going good. And then the OG
0: showed up. Then the OG up. <laughs> So, how Vegas goes, and I'm sure a lot of you know this, once, once they see that we're having fun, everybody walking once to get on the action. This guy came over to our table drinking an open bottle
2: of, of champagne. champagne. From the bottle.
0: At three o'clock in the
1: afternoon, this
2: black guy, <laughs>
0: this black guy wanted to get down on our table, but you can't join in until the hands or the deck is in mid deck. Right, yeah, we're right. he, he didn't give start. a shit. He's throwing hundreds around. Just Let to me get in on this man. Table. It, the pit boss and him were rivals. Oh. So the hand went good, but then when we had to get him in the end, it yeah. just took for so. It felt like the whole momentum yeah. fell off. Yeah. Right? Um, didn't a new dealer came in? Correct. Yeah, you know, a yeah. new deal. And
2: once that yeah. happens,
0: I mean, the wheels are going to completely yeah. fall off. The new
2: dealer came in the second hand after the OG sat down. Yeah, and then because I lost both the hands immediately when the OG sat down. And then I started to bet a little bit bigger. I was when, on a
1: hot cutting streak.
2: Yeah, you were on a real hot cutting streak. The
1: OG, I feel like he could have a
0: reality show. and I'd, I'd definitely watch. I would I, I would DVR it. it. I wouldn't understand any of it, but I'd watch it.
2: But our guy that was the big winner, mm-hmm. who became the big loser, literally lost six hands in a row at between five and seven hundred a hand yep. at that point. And,
1: and what was his famous last words, Mike? Well, no, no, no. So he started screaming at the table.
2: Mm-hmm. With the,
1: with the OG. Oh, yeah. So oh, they're yeah. like screaming and hugging each other because they did win a couple big hands again. Oh, yeah. Um, so then he loses all his money. The two dudes dip. We stay for maybe a half hour, win a couple hands. Mm-hmm. And then as we're walking away to meet you at the we bar. We made a nice little
2: comeback. Yeah, yeah. yeah did we, very well. We, we very made well. a nice little comeback, got our money back, made a little money, yep. felt good. Yep. We, we got up, up said, "Late." Hey. We're good. Yeah, we, let's we, go meet we, our friends. Unlike our friend that had won $4,000. <laughs> and Lost it six minutes later. Yeah, we, Mike and I walked away a little bit profitable, I think, at that point. So we're we walking go... around. We
1: see this guy walking around like he's completely lost. His super big, tall friend comes up. And as Jay's walking by, the guy mumbles, i got to go get some more money. <laughs> this guy want to go back in.
0: He had six grand right there. Could have walked away. He could have just bet $20. Mm-hmm. He could have just taken his time, bet real carefully, which is that's the key i mean in vegas i mean you don't want to go all in I'm, I'm always the guy who's like i'm gonna put all my chips in and i got kyle over here telling me like shut the fuck up like, like don't do that um yeah it's guys like that though man i really like once again i like to gamble i don't go beyond my means when i gamble guys like that i'm like i could see him being like i guess i could get rid of my car i could just uber everywhere like that's scary no. but that's like why vegas is Vegas. Right. like
2: just so great I think, and you forgot to mention that we saw PFT. Mm. PFT, when we saw PFT with no sunglasses. That was an amazing sight. He was, he was very short stay. He came over, talked to Big Cat for two or three seconds. Jared said, hey, they kind of remembered you. Actually did remember you pretty well. If I'm not mistaken, Big Cat invited you to come to the building.
0: Yeah, breaking news. I get to go to uh, Barstool headquarters. I'm going to be out in um, New York in like three weeks. Um, I said I'm coming out there, and he, he said, yeah, send me an email. I'll definitely get you up there. So I'm excited about that. I'm a, I'm a yeah. big barstool guy, as everybody knows. But that's I, not
2: the only friend you made. Oh,
1: no, no, it is not. <laughs> Let's rewind <laughs> to the first night. Oh, that was the first night, right? No, yeah. that's all, that's the afternoon. This is all playing forward. So was, yeah. Was, oh, yeah, it is. It big it's cat first. Yeah. So we've got this little well, bar. that we, Before
2: you go there, Yeah. the last time the three of us were together, we had an extensive, long conversation about Family Feud because our waitress at the time was in pro- Chicago, was a producer, right? Yeah. For Steve Harvey. And about and to move out to L.A. And about to show. move to L.A. And then, of course, while we're there,
0: <laughs> just <laughs> so people work. on the pod that understand,
2: Jared is standing up, stretching out right now. He's taking a lap. Yep. He's trying to make it. You, are you wobbly at all? No, I feel fine. Good. I feel fine. i make it. But. I thought all you right. guys were going to do a shot ten, every 10 minutes. Ten minutes. Right. Now we're 24 minutes into this. I'll do two and a half shots, pussies. You right. a shot? Yeah. Mike, all keep talking. So... So when we were out there yep. and we were talking about Steve Harvey and doing all of that, it was just, hey, we love Harvey. I had never really watched Family Feud somehow after that whole conversation. <laughs> we watched it that night. That night, and and we watched it. And it was the greatest Family Feud. <laughs> Hold movie. on, Jared
0: coming in on Jason's mic real quick. It said cooter, or cootie. Or okay,
2: wait, wait, What wait, is it? Like cooch.
1: I still have cooch the picture pit. of it. It
0: said cooch, Pitts and porn. Here, I,
1: I still have the picture of it. The category was... Things that, if adult men went for Halloween, what would be a good thing to put in their trick-or-treat baskets? So, number one was a brewski slash booze. At the time I took this screenshot, number two was not uh, available. Uh, this is a family show, by the way. My my kids watch this show often. Number three... Your kids oh,
0: watch the show? It's a podcast. How, how I watch?
1: think he watched... They, they, they family watch Family Feud, Feud son. Oh, family Feud, <laughs> son. <laughs> Uh, number three, Ultra Thin Rubbers. Ultra
2: Thin Rubbers. That's a good <laughs> Number four,
1: Cash Gift Card. Number five, not known at this time. And then number six is what really <laughs> went it over the top, which was Cooch Picks, C-O-O-C-H. Yeah. Apparently that's the appropriate Cooch spelling. Uh, Cooch Picks slash Porn came in with uh, four votes. I, could re- I think we could do a whole podcast on
0: Family Feud. Oh, 100%. I've never, by the way, I'm just not a Family Feud guy. I probably started watching, one now that I don't have cable, I'm a Wheel of Fortune Family Feud guy. And I watch old Batman episodes, which are really crazy. But um, Family Feud is just interesting how, like, everything plays out. Because, once again, they don't tell you who the hundred people are that were surveyed, which really bothers me. Are they, like, all in one area or is it, like, spread out? But the families, like, how they're, like, they must just be, like, they have to give them drugs.
2: Well, the one we watched, if I'm not mistaken, was wrestlers. Wasn't it the TNA wrestlers? We watched yes. two. Yeah, we
0: watched two different types. So
2: okay, yeah, it was TNA wrestlers, which I thought was kind of fun because you had the guy wrestlers against the girl wrestlers. Yep, yep. And the the amount of IQ that was being displayed. Not a lot. No, not no, a lot. Not, not a lot. Not a lot. of, of brawn, mm. not so much brains.
0: Would you guys want to be on Family Feud? Oh yeah, uh,
2: Family Feud. I do Family Feud. I'm sure you know
1: that would my family. Get them crazy. Oh, no, oh, that was my family. <laughs> You would have a good Family Feud family. Yeah, I'd feel
2: confident with our yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, that'd be solid. Yeah, it'd be
1: solid. We could do well. So back in the day, the show was built around, was it Richard Dawson? Yeah, Richard Dawson. And his thing was he would kiss everybody. Right. Kiss all the women. Kiss all, well, yes. Yeah. Kiss all the women. All right. it, it was well, the this is a modern so day, strong. Mike. I don't exactly. want you to I don't, know what he, I don't know what he's
0: feet. doing today, but hang in there, man. <laughs> I think he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, Mike, he uh, hung himself.
2: What? Yeah, that's why he went with the hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he hung, he hung
1: himself. I knew he was dead. I didn't know I But now, with Steve Harvey at the helm, mm-hmm. very good at the show, very funny. What we have noticed, because actually the family does watch a lot of Family Feud, um, almost always an African American family versus a white family. This is what I talked they, about, they man. They do not mess around. Really? With I, oh, yeah. like oh. we we saw it a couple times, and I was like, Are they really doing that? And then we started to watch, watch, watch. I would say ninety percent of the time it's a black family versus a white family. Wow! And who's the winners? I would say more black than white. Really? Yeah, I haven't been keeping count, but not for me when I watch. But I would say the winners are society. They're really showing that we can work together
0: if we just. If the whole world was just Family Feud, indeed, the world would be fine.
2: Indeed, we're just so solving the, solving stuff out here. So but the reason we bring it all up indeed. is because after we got through playing that, sitting at the roulette wheel. Playing not very high stakes. Nope. Uh, it was a good time, though. yeah. It was uh, Mr. Steve Harvey indeed? So and it looked like he was having a good time. He was chomping on
1: a mondo because Vegas cigar. Yeah,
2: Mongo cigar. Yeah, but Vegas was packed because we also saw that night uh, before you had your run in. We saw Mr. Bruce Willis. Yes. Now he was in the stakes high stakes room. room yeah, playing Pai Gal. Yep. So Vegas was hopping. I mean, if you were anybody, you were in Vegas this week. I mean, yes. that's why we're here. I mean. The Connor fight, anytime you have a big event like this in Vegas, it's just so much fun. Just because everybody's mingling with everybody. I mean, because you had the crazy Irish people that are running all over. And then you have... <laughs> You've got to
1: tell the story of the, uh, the man that was accosted with the orange, white, and green on his shirt. What? Like when we first got here, there was a guy on the back of his shirt had some flag colors of orange, white, and green. So one of the TMT team fellas came up and started shouting, Fuck you! Fuck McGregor! Mm. And the guy turned around and what did he say? I don't know. Uh, so he turned around and he said, Hey man, it's Mexico! Oh, Mexico! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah!
2: And then Conor tell Mayweather after the fight, he's like, I made him fight like a Mexican! Yes! <laughs> Which is... Uh, I can see where some people are confused by that. They don't
0: understand like right. that. Once again, Floyd is just so good at boxing that he actually doesn't box. Right. He just waits and then hits his like area. I mean, he's really only been hit seven times in his career. If yeah. you really think of it. So for Connor to make him actually come and come at Connor was that's pretty remarkable.
2: Hey, listen, I I was not a big fan and as Mayweather as a person, not a fan of no. him. Not a fan at all. But what he did in this fight as an athlete. He even said, "I owed it to the fans after that my last fight that I really had to make this fight exciting." And he did. He came. He did his first three rounds where he just kind of danced a little, and then he brought it. And I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah, but,
0: I really okay. enjoyed. His, I enjoyed the way he was like, "I'm just going to let Connor do his thing." I'm, I don't. He could end him early, but he was like, "I'm going to kind of let this go." I was. It was great.
2: But Jared, you made another really good friend, a famous, famous guy, like. Uh, to me, uh, one of the biggest disappointments for me is when he was no longer broadcasting the NCAA tournament. Indeed. Because I love Gus Johnson when he's doing the tournament. Uh, his voice is awesome. His passion and excitement is awesome. And now his new best friend in Ohio is Jared. So we were uh, pretty
0: loaded up. Guys, by the way, I feel terrible right now. It's it's uh, hitting me. like I, The shot was a bad call. Yeah. <laughs> total total that. but we went to our little hidden bar. What's it called? Is it called the the local bar? What, what was it called down here? Yeah, the the one where Gunner works. Oh it yeah, it's it's bar? just the bar. The bar. It's called bar. The bar at the signature. So place. we're sitting there, we're talking to people, da, da da And Gus Johnson just happens to sit next to us, and of course I'm gonna take the time to talk to Gus. And I just hit a streamline, man. Where me and like me and Gus are just best friends. This ends with Gus actually being like, "Can I get your phone number?" So, when I come into town to call the Ohio State-Penn State game, I'd like to meet up with you. So, I'm sitting there, Gus Johnson's holding my phone, taking my number, his security guy who works for Fox Sports is like, let me get your information, we'll let, let you know when we get in town. It was wild, man. We got great insight from Gus. Um, he actually gets to call the next nine Ohio State-Michigan games. Amazing. So, we awesome. got to talk to him about that, because like, he is a Michigan fan. Mm-hmm. So, we were just asking him, like, hey, what was it like when you got that phone call, how was it? We weren't asking the dumb, or I wasn't asking the dumb questions, I think. John Q. Public would ask. I think he really, really liked that, and he was completely engaged. Let's just say he had two beautiful women with him. He pretty much just ignored them and was just like, "I'm going to talk to these guys." So it was wild, man. I cannot believe that I have Gus Johnson's number. Like I, <laughs> I just want to like text him, cold blooded, and just. But I'm like, I know I can't do that, but I'm yeah, like, yeah, man, he's right. That's just so cool. That's once again another reason why Vegas is the ultimate cool spot of all time. Like you just. Yeah. They want. They come here to be normal celebrities. There's yeah, billionaires
2: yeah. walking around, and there's guys that have taken their last twenty dollars out of the bank, sitting in the same bars doing the same things. It's the greatest. I love this town. Yeah. But I love this town for like three days, three and four days. I think oh, we've done yeah. we've We're done this trip right though. We've yeah, done yeah, yeah. this trip right.
0: Nobody here is like completely dead hurt. I mean, there's been some. We got to get a nap. There's been some naps done, but it's like as soon as the roll starts, I, I, we've been good. To we've go. been doing good. Good to go.
2: Yeah.
1: I would, So for those of of you that do know Jared have hung out with Jared. I've hung out with Jared in some pretty fun times. Um, and you know that Jared can get on a special run Very of special either run. insight or mm. true antagonism, heckling antagonism, which is the subject of another pod. Right. But I can say in all of my time knowing Jared, the first four minutes of Jared talking to Gus Johnson and getting his attention, absolute peak Peak, amazing, lucid, Jared. It was yeah. it was hey. a sight to behold. Hey, I, I, you, I, brought, I, you blew his mind.
0: I forget how did it end? How did me and Gus Johnson end our night? I forget, Mike. You
2: went. <laughs> what happened, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a little fuzzy,
0: Mike. What happened?
1: So I may or may not have gotten a new wallet, and one of the cool things about my wallet is it's very thin. It's front pocket. And it closes because of the use of a very strong magnet, which has over the weekend been erasing my cards, my key cards left and right. So as I exited early, shout out, Jen. Um, <laughs> I, Wait, uh, hey, Jen, what's so- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Say hi to the kids. Yeah. I got
1: to my room. My key card did not work. I went down to the desk. My name wasn't on the room because I just ride with Jason. He tells me where to go. And uh, I had to come back to the bar, drag Jason or Jared out of the bar to help me. And,
0: and which, was, At which point I go, hey, Gus, I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. I could
1: see Gus going, this guy's no. not,
0: it's Vegas. He's not coming back. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. get all the way down there. I get Micah's key card. I run back. Ugh. No, Gus. Yeah, it was bad. No, Gus. My apologies.
2: He understands. He's a man's man.
0: I got his number. I'm not too worried about it. No, so no. I get to hang out That's with guys, you. John, again. You could have fucked it up, so you're welcome. No, yeah, no, I thought it was it was amazing. I mean, once again, there's there's just nothing other than losing bets. This trip has been completely perfect, and nobody here's bleeding. Like I'm not. No. I mean, it's just been great. I think I've bet on 25 sporting events so far. So I'm not doing too bad. I'm no. happy with what I got. So and right now I'm winning the the game we're watching. So
2: so we should probably talk about the picks. We had a bunch of people do picks before the fight we had Cardell do his picks a lot of insight a lot of really good well Cardell was amazing I
0: didn't once again it's no offense to him I just didn't think he would come with all that knowledge he did I mean he was talking about weights and stuff like that I'm like wow
2: most underrated knowledge guy that I know for an athlete Uh, every time we hang out and talk with him and do that kind of stuff he's so so far more knowledgeable than anyone ever gives him credit for that whole line with uh, playing school I okay. think set the parameter, the bar kind of low in his behalf. But man, it was awesome. His picks were good. Um, West Sims' picks were very interesting. Um, I think everybody that we talked to wanted Connor to win, right? But I don't think anyone really took Connor. Now I think we had one bet, the Craig. I think he called it.
0: I think the Craig called it. I think, I, Craig, I think the Craig called it. I think I really he
2: said. Didn't. I think he said tenth round knockout by uh mayweather
0: now it was odd that we didn't get a text from craig like being like i called that shit that's the only thing that kind of like confused me is i thought craig would be like hey idiots like i just called that exactly right so i think he
1: hit your site up on the facebook oh Oh, did he yeah oh i haven't checked i haven't looked online in a while yeah
0: that's the other thing when you're in vegas like facebook and all it just doesn't even it's not just don't do it yeah
2: i apologize because the very first one i uploaded I realized I only got like three minutes of Cardell uploaded. So I came back and fixed it. So the new one's up there. So if you guys want to hear it, you should hear Cardell's insight. And I tell you, there was about a three-minute window when we talk about Jared being on a roll. Uh, Cardell was in stitches when you (laughs) hit him with the... (laughs) When we were talking about JT Barrett's jersey, now saying IV on the back. (laughs) Yeah, I I got a good chuckle out of that one. So now that we've kind of gone through the fight, any lasting memories...
0: I, you know what's I think now whenever I think Connor, I'm gonna think of the Connor I saw tonight. That's what's gonna stick out to me is or sorry that we saw last night. He was so composed mm-hmm. Connor usually comes out with anybody and he does so much in the ring before there's just so much I, just, I always think of the Aldo like how crazy he was before Aldo and he just knocks him out in 17 seconds. Connor knew that it was gonna be something where he had to stick around in this fight. He was just the pre, like when he was talking how he's gonna make a beautiful painting. Mm -hmm. I just that that professionalism from Connor, Mm -hmm. I may not have expected. I just it'll be that out of everything I take away from this fight, it'll be that Connor McGregor took this so seriously where he actually thought, I am going to win this fight. To me, that is amazing. So, I think the big winner is boxing. I don't know for how long, but that put a good. Like I said, all the parties and stuff like that. We haven't talked to people, but their house parties had to be amazing. So it's like, hey, you know what? Let's get that hundred dollar event, right? And let's.
2: I, I think that could really bring some people back. I think it brings a lot of people to UFC, because if you say the quality of boxing that was being displayed by an MMA fighter, maybe there's something more to what these guys are doing. Because you know, if you're if you're not a fan of MMA and you're a huge boxing fan, I think you look down on the sport of MMA. Um, cause you know, I told you one of the biggest surprises to me was just the incredible amount of, uh, money fans that were here. Oh my God. Uh, and, uh, and you know, Vegas loves Mayweather. Oh yeah. Absolutely loves him. Oh yeah. So I, I, again, a little disappointed we didn't see any more power out of Connor. I would have loved to seen just a couple shots rock, uh, Floyd. And there were a couple minor ones, but nothing great. That one uppercut he had in the
1: second was a good connection, but yeah. I don't think you'd put it on the list of seven times Floyd really got hit. No. Mm-hmm. For me, what it demonstrated, the, the fact that Connor didn't have power, is just the sweet science of boxing and how so much of the positioning and head movement and the idea that you barely, barely being missed by a punch is right. the optimum setting because you're in close. Right. And so the fact that Connor not having power was the one outcome I never would have expected from this fight... And for me, what it taught me is just the the aspects of boxing that were really put on display
2: here around the movement and how important that is to, to deliver with power. If anything, I, I I think it's a shame when the sport of boxing hits its all-time high when it's a guy that's never had a professional fight before. Oh, for sure. That's exactly yeah,
0: what yeah. I'm saying. Did we just see the apex? <laughs> Where can boxing go?
2: Well, the, none of their stars. I mean, you have to be a really dedicated... I love boxing but not so much that i follow it yeah. i mean i enjoy watching good fights it's not like back in the day when you had tyson and riddick bow and vander holyfield yep. and i mean some of those fights were just amazing but this to me was this was awesome and i'll probably get the triple g fight because that's going to be a great fight apparently yeah. but i can't see any other fights that i care about right whatsoever and, right. and to me still bad mma cards are more exciting than bad boxing cards.
0: boxing's problem is, is once again where ufc's brilliant is there's fight nights there's Fox fight nights I mean there's a, there's a million ways you can consume UFC right boxing it's just hey there's a pay-per-view there's three a year I want to see like why why isn't there boxing on like ESPN it's I mean, the
2: politics of boxing it's the multiple title belts oh, it's all those kind of things yeah, that you just can't keep with how many
0: title belts did we see last night like there's so many title belts like I saw.
1: 17 in four fights
0: it's yeah. ridiculous so
2: stupid it's like yeah. is that a real one
1: okay. is it not by is it by way,
0: plastic by the way boxing has the worst belts the belts look like
1: shit
2: yeah. The like money belt should, was pretty cool. Oh, money belt's cool. No, but money once belt again, was
1: cool. But some of the belts, like actual WBC belts that they right. were holding, it looked like they were made of fucking plastic. Plastic. Like had like some
0: kind it. of Gumby green plastic. They should take something from the WWE here. The WWE has really cool belts. Yeah. And that's what they should do.
2: UFC belts are nice. Yeah. 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 When well, oh, yeah. Connor came yeah. walking He's out nice. with both his belts, that was kind of cool. That was awesome. Holding both belts up, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I think, that, I think the UFC is going to be the biggest winner as long as Connor which I believe will go back and continue to fight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. As long as he can go two or three more fights, I think it's great for the UFC. The worst thing that can happen is if Conor just says, you know what, I want to win a belt. I want to be a champion in boxing. And then he decides to become a boxer.
0: I, I just mean, don't think that there's no, the money is there. I mean, he could get, if he fought again, people would care. I mean, you'd buy it again to see it. But the name on the other side. The marquee, I mean, the the name has to be like, it has to be like Diaz in the UFC. Like, that's how we, who he has to go fight. Mm-hmm. There's nobody left in boxing. Boxing's gone. Unless one of these other guys wants to go against them. But then it's just like, why would Conor waste more time getting ready to be in boxing when it's just, there's maybe one more guy out there for him. It's you just, know,
2: it's interesting too, as, as you could tell in the ninth round, Conor was fighting his urges to do what he does naturally. You could tell at times he wanted to go down. He wanted to, It wasn't just a, a graph like you see in boxing where the guys tie each other up and hold their arms. I mean, he was lunging hard as if he was trying to take a wrestler down. Yeah. So that's, you know, when that's your second nature, uh, it's really hard to fight that. So I respect the fact that he didn't do anything too crazy in that. I think he fought within the lines of that. I know there was, at the bar, it was it was interesting because there was probably I, at first I thought it was like 90% Connor and 10% Mayweather. But like 70-30 at the end. Yeah, at yeah. the end, we had the one guy who just did not respect Connor at all, just yelling and bitching about it the entire time. But Side <laughs> note
0: on that dude, fuck that dude. Go ahead. Fuck that guy.
2: Yeah, fuck him. Uh, but, I don't know. It, it was, for what it was, it was awesome. It, it, lived, so, up. it, it nothing, lived up. Nothing it was lived a fight. up to the hype. Yeah.
1: It lived up to the hype. It was a fight. Like, yeah. it could have been a farce, but it was a fight. Yeah, it was a fight. So it was,
2: so it was good. good. It was good. All righty. Well, we now have to get to our... This is going to be a tough one. Super tough one. You feeling alright or there, Jared? I'm fucking...
0: Yeah. It, like, hits me in waves, man. Like, sometimes I just zone out. I just don't even... I can't think. Like, it's just... It's weird. You gonna be alright
2: doing this? It's gonna be yeah. a concern for the draft. Oh, yeah. So, this is... We've done 10 drafts now. Well, i have done 9 drafts. We're about to do the 10th draft. This draft is very near and dear to both Jared and I. Uh, and uh, we talked about it a little earlier. We're gonna do our top five favorite wrestlers... In a draft, uh, and I think we did. We decide we're going to flip a coin, Jared. Yeah, this one has to be a coin flip. There's a there's a chip right there. All right. It's the same thing on each side. Is it? Brother <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll think. Got there you flip this up. Flip this. You want heads or tails, Jason? I have
1: What's heads? Sandisk. Sandisk is heads, right. and. Uh, the CE symbol and all the regulatory shit and that you shouldn't trash it all and right. that it's made in China All right. I'll, I'll do the SanDisk pronounce China SanDisk All it right. heads Jason wins Jason you get the first pick good I, luck Jason
2: I think you know my first pick this is I, an easy I, one I, I had I had three number one picks that's my problem uh, but I had a solid one and then I had a 1A and a 1B So my solid one, to me, is very simple. He's the greatest wrestler of all time.
0: You're taking John Cena this early?
2: (laughs) (laughs) He would be the perfect running mate in Vegas right now. Because he would be styling and profiling. Nothing can ever top the four horsemen led by Mr. Rick Flair. Woo! Not happy about this. Um, <laughs> Ric
0: Flair was definitely my number one. Um, I got into wrestling because my grandmother babysat me, and my grandma was obsessed with Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, Ric Flair honestly was a god. Like I didn't even like Hulk Hogan. Like I was all Ric Flair. Um, he transcends wrestling, which is big. Um, you go to sporting events; they'll try to get the crowd into it by playing the woo. Um, you go to any any sporting event; someone's wooing somewhere. There's even wrestlers that come along now that'll like do the woo.
2: Absolutely. Um, the slap. The anytime slap. somebody slaps anybody in the ring, woo, the whole crowd goes to it.
0: The man survived a plane crash. I mean, a plane crashed. He broke his back and came back. And back in the day, I mean, they didn't have the best medical. So and
2: Nobody took a fall like Ric Flair. When he would do the front fall, yeah. it was one of my favorite things of all time in wrestling.
0: And he he owes like a bajillion dollars to so like a million people. Oh, yeah. He is so far in debt. It's one of the greatest things of all time. And you also got to have this. He was also part of Evolution. Yep. Which, if you, going into like New Day Wrestling was a Triple H, Randy Orton, him, and Batista. So that was like a big, big power group. So he's not only part of the Four Horsemen, which is the big group, but he also the came along and he worked with... some other. Yeah, group.
2: and he was the very first NWA, WCW champion that also became... A WWE champion, WWF champion. And and just
0: to show you his reach, last night when Connor walked in, the announcer was like any styling and profiling, and that is directly a Ric Flair thing. Oh, and he had a scratch-off ticket in uh, North Carolina. You could buy a scratch-off ticket, and it was a Ric Flair. I love that. Man,
2: so that was an easy number one pick for me. So now that I've taken, and I wasn't trying to steal your number one pick. He is in my heart. The greatest wrestler of all time.
0: Well, I think we almost said that we were talking about just taking him out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like taking Plinko out of The Price is Right because I got hammered on that one because I didn't have Plinko. Yeah. So I feel very confident that I took Ric Flair here, and I'm really interested on who your new number one is going to be.
0: This is going to be a little off kilter because that's how I do things. Once again, we're not going with the greatest. We're going with what I I enjoy. Right. There's one – or excuse me. There's multiple people – their personas are just, they're bigger than wrestling. I mean, they, they they transcend the entire thing. But there's one guy who is wrestling. It's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. He's my number one pick. Wrestling-wise, if he was wrestling, I was watching. The man decided to become a rival against a, another wrestler who's going to get picked at some point, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he had, like, actually good matches against them. Yeah. There's, two, there's Vince McMahon and there's Mr. McMahon. So there's mm-hmm. two characters. He is a bad guy, quote unquote, a bad guy. But when he comes out, the crowd loves him.
2: Loves him. The Absolutely pop loves Vince him. gets is as big as any pop in the business. He
0: was a billionaire. He's no longer a billionaire. Um, what he's done with wrestling, everybody can laugh. And here's the one thing. I tell people that I watch wrestling and they laugh at me. Then I go, who's your favorite wrestler? They name like three or four. Right. Wrestling, is, it's, it's American. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's American as apple pie. So, uh, the, the, think, the forward thinking that Vince had to come up with all the ideas he's had. Now, he's made some really bad ideas, too, in there, as well. But, Vince has just been a genius. And I, I just want to key in, though, one thing again. His wrestling was fun. He yeah. was a fun guy to watch wrestle. Is, is he a top His 100? His character?
2: Because no. if you go through and you say, what makes a wrestler? In-ring ability is very important. Yeah. Personality, to me, takes the number one slot. I mean, the personality, the character that you create. And what was great about Vince was he was a character. I mean, when he became Mr. McMahon, it was awesome. I, I think that's a great pick. It's on my list. I, I didn't know. I figured you'd be wise enough to have him there. And I had him near the top. But... Uh man, that's a great first pick. I just wanted him on my team. There.
0: That's just, for me, I, I wanted the guy who creates all these personalities. Wrestling doesn't
2: exist something. today if it, no. Vince McMahon doesn't unite all the no. mid-majors into one WWE, whatever that's been, 25 years ago. Well, oh, shit, 35 years ago yeah. now. Yeah. So, amazing. Great pick. So, my number two pick, and I'm leaving the door open because I think my number two pick is... Uh, I leave it a little open because I think there's another number two that you'll probably take, who I should take, but just for who I love and this is how close it is to Ric Flair to me, he was my 1A pick and it's the bad guy, Razor Ramon who is absolutely one of my favorite characters of all time from when, before the NWO, the very first ladder match with Shawn Michael and Razor Ramon at Wrestlemania was one of the greatest matches of all time and the persona that he had was awesome as the bad guy the toothpick throwing the toothpick I still love it to this day and then when he became there was a time when wrestling split and there was the Monday Night Wars and I had never watched WCW I watched WCW but then everybody was watching WWF but when Scott Hall appeared And there wasn't the internet back then. So you didn't have all the rumble and all the rumors and all this stuff. We had no idea what was going on. He just appeared in WCW wearing the jeans and the fucking black t-shirt. And he came up and he got a hold of Eric Bischoff. Oh my God. That was so intense. I love that. It's still one of my That that kicked off the Monday Night Wars, which created a year of the greatest wrestling of all time. But yeah, the bad guy love him when he was ta- when he's tag team champions with Diesel an awesome combo with the NWO but still the character himself love Razor I love the word machismo mm-hmm.
0: and he personifies he machismo he uses
2: machismo mm-hmm. um
0: the when him and Vince came up with the plan it was all based on Scarface to come up with Razor Ramon and they actually went and shot the videos I tell everybody right now pa- pause the this podcast and go look the Razor Ramon videos they were electric. He's back Rolling today. in the
2: old convertible down the streets gold, of Miami, gold, gold chains, strutting. Oh my god, that was so good.
0: And another reason I really, once again on my list, love the guy. Probably my favorite WCW wrestler, I would say, is Scott Hall. Um, the Razor's Edge,
2: his finishing oh, move. His Finishing move is the greatest.
0: His finishing move was, it, it's a a good move where they can actually have good reversals out of it. Mm. And he didn't use it in every match. Right,
2: right. He didn't win with it in every match. Yeah, which
0: right. is I, I think is very key. So I, I absolutely love Scott Hall. Not high on my list, but I didn't do it because I knew you were going to take him at some point. So yeah. I, nothing I could do there. There, the, the door is ajar. There is a lot of people here. I'm just going to have to do it. Um, yeah. I just want to pick in the right order here. I don't want to mess this up. So my number two, um, he was in a huge rivalry against Mr. McMahon. Um, completely changed the face of wrestling Um, probably was the most well known wrestler for a a long stretch and was the face of wrestling even when he wasn't wrestling Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin Um, the shirts still live on I just saw the other day Drake was out and about on his Instagram and he was wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt Um, he's respected, well loved by all the wrestlers the stunner, I think I've taken 200 stunners in my life and given out 1,000. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like the big thing to do back in the day at Big Walnut. We'd stun each other when nobody was looking. Um, I truly think Stone Cold Steve Austin loved the industry and everything he did was to make to grow the industry. I, I think he could have been the first pick. I really do. I truly Here's really, an interesting
2: note on that. So I did some research as I was doing my picks, and I Googled top 25 wrestlers of all time there were five or six good lists from respected places, right? uh, Wrestle.com, Bleacher Report, just on down the line, right? Four out of five of them had Stone Cold as the number one pick. So, you can't go wrong with Stone Cold. I mean, it was awesome. There's two things that you can go wrong on. He sucks at punching. Yeah.
0: His punches were never landing. They looked like dog shit, but we didn't care. And... The run was good, but a lot of it he didn't wrestle in. Right, because when he he
2: broke his neck, neck, came back, but when you heard the glass shatter and he came out, oh my god, the pop! Even I was it WrestleMania like two or three, maybe four years ago when he came out. Oh yeah, and there was Hogan and Rock, and he came out. He got the biggest pop. No, he's not even close. Yeah, Yeah. so that's a great number two pick. I can't believe I'm getting this guy at three. Um, When you talk characters. There is no greater character in wrestling ah, of all this time. This is who I was going to take. You just can't. You can't ever go against the fact that one character has stayed the same. He's changed his look over the years. He's had some of the most intense rivalries. Has had easily the greatest match of all time uh, in Hell in the Cell, huh? and you have to take the Undertaker. Yeah, he's the greatest. I mean, just his music comes out. Some of his entrances over the years are just amazing. And even such a love of wrestling. When you talk about somebody given to the sport like Stone Cold, I would argue that Undertaker has given more to the sport and put more people over than anyone in the business. The fact when he got beat by Brock Lesnar, the looks on people's faces were just amazing. But the Tombstone Piledriver and just the way he would sit up and get up. For, oh, my God. Just an incredible, incredible athlete. Still wrestling to this day. I, don't, I think he's done. But even as recently as last year, I mean, he was, what was his streak? 20? He tw- 29. 29? It was
0: 29 and then he lost to Brock.
2: So, just an incredible. I, I just, I, I take my hat off to him. That Hell in the Cell match was the most amazing match of all time. Yeah. So, uh, Undertaker's an easy number three for me.
0: And he is, the, the thing going a little inside baseball here, um, where people don't know about wrestling is there is a guy who runs the locker room. There'll be like one alpha dog. And from the mid nine when stone cold left. Even when Stone Cold was there, Undertaker ran the locker room. One hundred percent. You couldn't get away with shit. Undertaker would be like on you if you, if you like didn't do a good job on a match. or Stuff like that. Like he was like a father figure, um, the not breaking character is so important to me. Right. I always wonder when the Undertaker actually goes into the WWE Hall of Fame, is he going to talk from his heart and be Paul, or is he? He's it, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. is he just going to be the Undertaker?
2: No, they all break character. Here's an interesting story. We heard it when we were in Vegas with Wes. Do you remember this? They were at WWE. He was in Columbus. Wes was a huge Undertaker fan. They hit brought Mark Coleman in at the time because. Mark was wrestling in Japan and everybody knew him and they were in Columbus, so they brought him in. And Wes had his MMA gloves with him. And he gave his gloves to The Undertaker. He wanted to try them out. And The Undertaker put on Wes's MMA gloves. And from that match forward, he always wore MMA gloves all the way through. Yep. So. No, I mean,
0: there's no way to argue it. Undertaker is a staple. Um, He's an all-timer. I mean, once again, on my list, I was hoping to steal him with my next pick. So, not much I can say about that. Alright, a lot of guys out here. Um, yeah. This one I'm going to go with a time period of the, this guy. I don't want to talk about his whole career. But uh, he was the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. <laughs> uh, the Rock, when The Rock was The Rock, he overshadowed Mr. McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm getting this guy at three. So I really like that. Um, the Rock is just, I mean, he's just an amazing guy. He's a, he's a guy's guy. He's up every single day on his Instagram. He's working out every single day. The dude is just jacked, and he's got to be on steroids. Please tell me that dude is on steroids, because he has to be. But when he was wrestling, the stuff he was doing in the ring is so smooth, and it looks so good, it was like he was born to wrestle. Well, he was. Oh, exactly. yeah, And the lineage of his family, it's amazing. But, I mean, he was part of the, the, the nation when he first came out, and I was like, this dude fucking sucks. Like, yeah. he's fucking terrible. Then the sideburns came along. They kept giving him some pushes, kept giving him some pushes. And then when he became the corporate rock, Mm -hmm. oh my lord. When the fans could turn on him. Rocky sucks. Rocky Uh, sucks. The chants were so loud. I couldn't believe how fast he got over. And then as soon as he became faced, the fans embraced the rock like almost no other wrestler has been embraced. Right.
2: It's amazing to me about the rock was the fact that he was one of the few guys... That was a bad wrestler, like yeah. and just not good yeah. at his craft. They brought him on too early. I hated him. I didn't like his character when he was Rocky Maya yeah. and was that he just had that goofy kind of curly hair. Terrible. He, he was part of the nation of domination, like you're saying. I mean, it was just shout out Delo Brown. <laughs> Delo. He didn't make my list. Delo didn't. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but I mean, the fact that he went from that character. To who he is today. I mean, he's arguably one of the biggest box office stars in the world today. I mean, he's had, what, six different Fast and Furious movies now. He's, Do you think it'd be, it'd be Tom Cruise and him? As far as guys? Yeah, it'd be hard to argue. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah.
1: But no, he's in the conversation. for yeah. sure. So, yeah. That's, <laughs>
2: the, the fact that he's... This is how tough these lists are. The fact that he's the sixth pick... Uh, really isn't fair to Rocky. Because, I mean, he is an amazing. He could easily be number one. Easily be number one. What would you, right now, what, do you think he has a chance to be president? Yes. I truly do. I really think he could be president. Mm-hmm. He and Tom Hanks? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a great pick. So, so you got McMahon, Stone Cold, and The Rock. Okay, so that does throw a little bit of uh, so. a wrench in my, my plan. Because I like... If you told me that I was going to get Ric Flair, Scott Hall, and Undertaker in my first three picks, I would have been amazed. But my problem is your next three picks are my next three picks. I don't know. I'm going to go one One of my picks. Is no, me. your first three picks are my next oh, three. Okay, okay. So honestly, if I look at my list right now, I'm in this order. So it's it's funny. I do, like you, have. I have Stone Cold over the rock. I've got one guy in here. And again, this is probably going to be more just who i love especially because of the time period that i watch so this is not going to be necessarily a fan favorite he didn't rank as high on the list as i thought he would but i love chris jericho
0: wow
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh not on my I, list I, holy I, shit
2: yeah i know it's a strange one because i was watching wrestling for a very long time and i remember when he wrestled in ecw i remember when he wrestled in roh i remember when he wrestled in mexico when he was the golden lion and then became golden hearted and then became the heart of the lion Mm -hmm. and that was amazing and when he was in WCW he did this bit Jared I don't know if you ever saw it but there used to be a wrestler called Dean Malenko the man of a thousand holds and so then Jericho came out and he said he was the man of a thousand and one holds and he proceeded to name all a thousand and one holds but every other thing he said was armbar. it was the greatest I still laugh every time I think of that but when he transformed from that character, and then he came over to WWE as Jericho, and he came out with the Beastie Boys Break the Wall Down and the jacket that was lit up. With Y2J. With Y2J. Okay. The, the, Unbelievable. And, and, his, and just being the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Oh. The fact that he takes long breaks out of wrestling to play in his band Fozzy yep. is awesome. And I just love the guy. But his in-ring ability is better if you ask me Of the list that we have right now his entering ability is better than anyone we talked about just his ability to move the ring what he can do in the ring is amazing and his character has gone on and he's a guy that puts guys over still all the time and i love his character so i know it's probably not the most obvious pick but he's my number four
0: i have no problem with that i love chris jericho um, anytime he's on wrestling he actually draws me back to watch um, the lion tamer is such an amazing move. Yeah. Um, him and Eddie Guerrero, the matches they had oh, just back in the day, Chris Benoit, I mean, him, they, they oh. were the reason you watched wrestling. And then you, at the end, you like the Rock and them had matches. Which once again, the Rock was a good wrestler, but it wasn't as technical as someone like Chris Jericho. Um, Jericho's first entrance ever, he interrupted yeah. the Rock on Raw, and the Rock and him, the, how they went back and forth was just so amazing because nobody. Nobody could talk to The Rock back then. Nobody was on his level, and Jericho held his own against The Rock. Um, I've got no. Once again, didn't make my list, which means that he would put me on his list, which is interesting. But um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's very inside wrestling. There, not many people get that. But um, yeah, no, I know. I have absolutely no problem with that. I, I, when it comes to pure wrestling, you can't argue. He's an amazing wrestler. All right. So now your four pick. Okay. Um, this guy hit, and I'm going once again in the time period here for me. Um, he showed me that you didn't, you could be yourself in a way and you could still get over on stuff. Um, it's not ended up not exactly being who he was in the long run in life because he found God and everything like that. But uh, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, mm. um, on the same line with Chris Jericho as far as wrestling, I don't think there's any better pure wrestler than Shawn Michaels. Um, and when the 90s were hitting there and he was actually doing like sexually explicit things on TV before anybody else was I mean the the DX chop. I'll never forget he's coming to the ring some guy's holding a sign that says Shawn Michaels sucks and he acted like he was blowing a cock in front of this dude's face on live TV I'm like holy shit like this is is crazy now he regrets everything he did I mean he, he doesn't say it's the worst thing but he's just like you know I don't really want to talk about that era of my career but I mean as far as just laying it all out I mean you get WrestleMania is the biggest event. Mm-hmm. His nickname is Mister WrestleMania, right? Uh, Mister Monday Night for Monday Night Raw, and his matches. I know you were you said the greatest matches. You were when you said Undertaker. You're talking about Mankind,
1: yeah?
2: Okay, yeah.
0: I think the greatest match of all time is actually Undertaker. Shawn Michaels won, won. at WrestleMania.
2: That was an amazing match. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I, I mean, there's a million things you could say about Shawn Michaels the number one thing I'll just always in my mind always remember was him zip lining in mm-hmm. Wrestlemania
2: 17. Yeah wearing the white yeah. vest with the red pants. No like this
0: guy is a cool and shout out one of my buddies Ron Murphy uh, I played uh, baseball one of my good friends big wrestling guy and I mean we just talked Shawn Michaels nonstop we watched all the videos I think I've seen more Shawn Michaels
2: matches than anybody else's matches so yeah, there was a point when the Monday Night Wars that if it was not for Shawn Michaels and Triple H and DX WWE was going to be out of business. Yeah. But they had enough power with just that group of four. The, the time that he and Hunter and uh, the outlaw, Jesse James and badass Billy Gunn and China got in that Jeep <laughs> and went to the <laughs> WCW match while they were filming live. That was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was just an amazing, amazing. And his wrestling ability. I mean, it's, Far none. he's he's on my list. I mean, how can he not be? Yeah. But, you're right. In retrospect, he does, he he still participates in wrestling, but he looks back and is not proud of his whole line of work, no. which makes it a little awkward for yeah. me. So, good pick. Four. Last one, Jason. This is impossible. I have so many guys left on my list. Um, but I'm going to go with a guy that I love. Please, take, I have two guys on my list,
0: so please take one of them so I can make this easy for myself. No, I'm
2: probably not going to, though, because I, I think I'm going to take one that... Cause Man, I look at this list and I just, there's, there's two names that stand out. And I'm going to go with the one, uh, and you'll give me crap about it. But I love Mick Foley. He's awesome. I mean, the different roles he's played in his career for a guy that wasn't physically gifted to be mankind was amazing. But Cactus Jack in the old ECW days, oh my God. Amazing. Just amazing. If you go back and watch some of his all Japan pro wrestling fights, uh were just amazing. When he fell on the dynamite, yep. caught himself on fire, was in barbed wire, took a thousand ticks, and again was the second part of the greatest match in my mind ever to occur. When he took the fall, it was unbelievable. He was dead. Dead. JR selling that. My God he killed him. My God <laughs> he killed him. <laughs> it was the greatest. And then he comes back on the stretcher. No one had done that before. And then he comes back in and proceeds to take another choke slam through the top of the fence onto a bed of tacks. And the fence was not supposed to open. It wasn't supposed to open. And it opened. Went, he fell 17 feet. Straight onto the mat. Then he got his tooth knocked out. And he's sticking his tongue. And it came out his nose. And he's sticking his tongue out through it. Man, that guy could take a beating. But in the same breath of all that physical stuff he did, his character play was awesome. When he did Dude Love. Yeah. Which is, if you, for those that aren't watching it, he in high school always wanted to be the handsome lover wrestling guy. And they had this footage when he was back in high school when he was jumping off of his house onto his friend and like body slamming, you know, and he was Dude Love, was the character he created. He had so much passion for that, the WWE actually let him become Dude Love there. And at one point, he had three different personalities. In one fight, he came out as three guys. It was, no it was a Royal Rumble he came he, he, yeah. he got eliminated
0: and he'd go in the back change character and then yeah. they'd be like here comes the next entrant And would be Dude Love and he came out
2: as McMahon, he came out as Mankind and then he came out as Dude Love and then finally he came out as Cactus Jack right Bang Bang yep. yeah so I love Mick there's, there's a whole lot of other names that I would love to put in there but when you're just talking my favorite ones that gives me the most memories he had to get in my top five I, I mean I've got once again it doesn't
0: bother me at all um Side note: When I got arrested, I was wearing a Mr. Sacco on my hand. I was talking as Mr. Sacco instead of talking on my own mouth. So I have a um, a close relationship with McFoley in that sense. Um, big Mick Foley guy. Um, he definitely was uh, like overshadowed, and Vince didn't really get his character. And then once Vince embraced the, the Mick Foley character, or sorry, the Mankind character, the interview um,
2: with Jr. Yeah, changed. Yeah, and wrestling. it was like a, it was
0: like over like a two month period. Yeah, were doing interviews with him, like mm. amazing alright I've actually only got two names left and I'm going to go with one that's a little different Um, and it's all based on his first year in the company Um, I love the guy I love his character he understood it he probably grew faster than anybody else did when (laughs) they first got into it Um, it's true it's damn true I'm taking Kurt Angle at number 5 this is more of a flash in the pan His, his career in WWE was not very long but in his first year, he was a world champion, intercontinental champion, won the Royal Rumble, and he won King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Did all of that. Um, he was undefeated for a while. Right. So every, and he would, but he was. He never won the match. Like something stupid would happen for him to win. Um, he grew so fast that he could actually go against The Rock mm-hmm. in his first year and Austin, um, which is really cool. And when they finally, when Vince bought WCW and they were doing the transition at WCWN, Stone Cold and Kurt Angle did some of the best stuff on TV yeah. in wrestling history, and. I hate. I, I hated it even a minute back then. It was based on what Kurt Angle was doing, not what Stone Cold right. was doing. Um, Vince embraced him. Um, they had their falling out. Now he's back, and I think he's GM and for maybe SmackDown or something like that. But yeah. um, and his
2: son now, yeah, Jason yeah. Jordan. Yep.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, whatever that fucking storyline is. But <laughs> uh, I just love Kurt Angle. I love the whole. I don't integrity. The three eyes, and he just had all. Uh, and then he cheats every single match every to win. Night. And it's not. It's, it's an everyday move, but the angle slam is just so, when he hits it, the way he hits it, so good. And the fact that he is an actual gold medaling like, he's a wrestler, like, he right. really is. When it got down to the ground and pound with somebody like a Jericho or something, he could actually do stuff really quick that was right. really, really impressive. Yeah. So that, that rounds
2: out my list. That's a great list. That's a good pick. I'm surprised from you that I didn't hear CM Punk. <laughs>
0: God damn it, man! I, I said, this is where it's different. I don't research anything.
2: Yeah. I golf. Oh, I thought for sure. Fuck. I thought sure I thought for sure CM Punk was gonna come two or three in your list.
0: Alright, nobody nobody vote for me to win, because I just embarrassed myself really bad on that.
2: Because I knew at one point fuck. that was the point where I was really not watching wrestling much, and you were watching it all the time, and I have had to go back and watch some of his work, and it was amazing.
0: Oh man.
2: And then he transitions to become a UFC fighter. With Which a, we were at.
0: We were at that event. Yeah. He got his brains beaten in. But damn it. The, the names I had left on my list, you pretty much picked everybody. Uh, big Macho Man guy. Mm-hmm, same. Macho Man's so much fun. And i, I, I not a big fan because I think this guy has gamed the system. Not to use the word here. Game. Very interesting. But <laughs> Time to play the game. Yeah. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Triple H. Great nicknames. Great name. Um, But he kind of, I mean, he's... He married the daughter's boss, so it's like he kind of. But like...
2: his his role with the Sledgehammer was great. Mm-hmm. He's played a great heel for years. He's more dedicated to the sport than just oh about God. anybody. I mean, he will now be the new president of WWE when yeah. Vince he's steps a C, down. He's a
0: COO now,
2: right? So, so you had him. So I have my other ones are Brock Lesnar, but I had to have Paul Heyman included with that because no. it's that's a package deal. I did have a tag team. Legion of Doom yeah love them and I had to give respect to Andre and Jake the Snake
0: yeah Andre would be a really good one I didn't think of Andre
2: either there were two other ones that I loved by the way
0: Hulk Hogan didn't make this list
2: of course not wow yeah I think that's what we were talking about the other day there's no way Hulk's going to make my list Hmm. but there's two guys that made my list that I I knew I wasn't going to pick but I think for me part of the greatest wrestling revolution was in ECW was at it's all time high yeah and fucking Sabu and Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Oh my god, those two were great. If if they had were able to carry that over to the WWE, it would, it would have been amazing. been amazing. Sabu was incredible, yeah. incredible. So all right, so I'm just going to run down the picks one more time. So you had McMahon, Stone Cold, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, and Kurt Angle. That's an I just, impressive Did you switch
0: enough. Kurt Angle off for CM Punk?
2: No. No, nope no, no, I don't think so right we're going to the judges I, no I can't definitely nope. alright it nope. says no and then so I had realize. I had Ric Flair Scott Hall slash uh, The Undertaker Chris Jericho and Mick Foley
0: I want to take one step back here mm-hmm. CM Punk's music Cult of Personality uh-huh. when it hits it's one of my favorite things in wrestling history okay. I, I guarantee you I've listened to that song 10,000 extra times just because of him
2: I, I can't believe you didn't pick him. I'm not happy. I, he's on my list, but yeah. it didn't make... He would have He would have my number five, though. Mm-hmm. He would have taken Kurt's spot. But yeah,
0: definitely love that guy. So. All
2: right. Well, this will be interesting. So we'll post these up on uh, the Facebook page, Two Guys Being Dudes. And I don't know if there's any of our fans enjoy wrestling as much as you and I did, but this one was going to be tough. I, I knew this was going to be hard because I thought for sure we would have the same number one pick. We could have talked earlier and thrown him out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and interesting, of course, Hulk Hogan didn't make it. Mike? You happen to have five wrestlers. Uh,
1: I recognize some of the ones on your list. I have not watched wrestling since maybe Thus, the seventies. He's a doctor, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that my one takeaway would be um, there must be a lot of good wrestling. If and I understand why Hulk didn't make the list, but if Hulk, Andre, and Macho Man made none of the top five for each of you and there must have been some good wrestling since I stopped watching it. And, and
0: wrestling's changed so much, too, whereas, like, Andre would... It, it, when Andre fought, there was territories. Mm-hmm. So Vince owned Andre, his, his contract, but then he would send him to, like, the Southwest, and he would go wrestle in the South. So it's like, Andre, like, go go try to find Andre matches. Like, there's really not that many. Yeah. Like, you, just you the early
2: WrestleManias, and by that time, Andre was so old and, and struggling just with everything. Yep. So, But, I mean... With what Shepard Ferry did with the Obey and made his yeah. face so popular. There's so many people that have no idea that's oh, Andre the Giant's not, face, right? Right, so. right. Yeah. But I will say,
1: seeing Hulk Hogan as a child body slam Andre, Andre the Giant, yeah. I literally thought it was physically impossible to do, and I thought I'd seen a miracle. Mm-hmm. Great, great moment in wrestling history. I'll give Hulk a lot of credit on that.
2: But oh, yeah. That. And Hulk, I mean, it's not... Hulk is... An absolute amazing wrestler. I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't and, stand him. Yeah, never did. And, and, and like, to me, Macho Man was always the man when the Powers United. You know who didn't make it the list at all that we didn't talk about either was the Ultimate Warrior. Mm, not, a, not an Ultimate Warrior N- Me either. Me either. But, I, I mean, he was a big name for a lot of people. Yeah. Kyle, you a wrestling fan at all? Uh, yeah, what about Goldberg?
0: I mean in his time period, I mean you could argue it. I mean definitely I mean it was, it was domination and he was beating WWF while that or WWE when that was going on. I mean it's just that the only problem I would have with Goldberg is he's got four moves. Mm-hmm. I mean he's just it's boom 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 and it's over. But
2: even no. when he fought Lesnar here last year, he had not even four moves. He had two still jacked he did everything for the company once again so i like i like a dude like that Mm -hmm. so
0: and him coming out when i mean it was time for goldberg to fight i mean it was a great entrance man yeah yeah i I like him i like goldberg i can't believe i I like goldberg and i really thought of it but
2: shit Hmm. all right well what else
0: uh fucking my mind hurts man
2: how's your lip Fine. you okay
0: like we have we once again we don't eat on this trip for some reason we just we eat like in one like when we eat we eat a ton and then we don't so i don't know if i can eat right now i'm not too sure what my stomach's gonna think but uh i don't think i'll ever dip again
2: oh i'm never going to dip again. but
0: i mean this yeah I'm, I'm completely fine i feel like i could put a lot more in i was thinking about it and i was like i should double down here but i didn't want to see what would happen so keep it at a draw
2: no i think uh <laughs> oh, we made it an hour and 16 minutes Wow. That's uh, about an hour and thirteen minutes more than I thought you were going to make it.
0: <laughs> My legs are still tingling. <laughs> Your
2: toes are all curled up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fucking.
0: Yeah, I'm not like I'm not comfortable. I can tell you that I'm not comfortable at all. Oh, so, goodness. but uh, I think uh, we should wrap this up and go. Uh, go have more fun. What at are babies? we going to do? Would you uh, do Top Golf? We
2: we'll go down to Top Golf and do go to go... some golf balls. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Whoa. The doctor coming in saying no. I didn't say no. You're, you're winking so at me. I, you're winking at me right now saying no. You're holding out. a sign that says no in your <laughs> hand right now.
2: A sign that says, Jared Camden socks. Survey says, <laughs> hey. cooch pictures. Coming
0: back to Family Feud. Why doesn't Steve Harvey say that? Survey says, he doesn't do that.
1: That was like a big thing back in the day with uh, Doodoo Hung Em Oh, you're right. He just says the uh, what it was.
2: Yeah. No, I don't know. As a question. I oh, really right. don't pay that much attention. Right. All right. Well, I think this was a good one that we'll put up. I'm surprised that there was no puking involved. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. yeah.
1: No puking involved. No puking. Yet.
2: So we still have, what, 20 hours here in Vegas. So we're going to have to go do something. I got the over-under that, Jared, are there any more bets you can place?
0: Mm-hmm. I can bet all night. I got three bets in right now, though. I feel good about them. I think I might just relax on those bets and be good. All right, cool. I didn't lose the house, so I'm happy with everything. So,
2: all right, well, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Kyle. Cheers. We Good. appreciate it, everybody listening. That's it for this pod. We'll catch you on episode 11, uh, and I have no idea what that's going to bring.
0: <laughs> Family Feud talk, probably. I don't
2: know. <laughs> all right, later.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes,
1: at JB Cam III, and at J Frost. Follow on Instagram at TwoGuysBeingDudes. Visit us on Facebook at facebook.com
0: slash Two guys Being Dudes. And on the web at www.TwoGuysBeingDudes.com.